This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. You're the one, you are the one who said. Because they are a customer. They are a customer of ours. And guess what, Megan? I'm okay with doing business with China. Here's Jerry Callahan. It's October 13th. That means 21 days. 21 days from today. Uh, my guys, my people will be busy suppressing the vote. The yep. lines, state lines in all the Democrat districts will be massive. Hopefully it'll be raining on these people. We will uh, make it really difficult uh, for them to vote. Of course, Republicans have no control over Democrat districts. They're run by Democrats. But hey, whatever works, whatever works. We'll check with uh, Governor Stacey Abrams in Georgia and see how things are going down there. Well, she got we, robbed. We oh sure yeah. trying already. That we can we talk about Governor all Greg time Abbott. All time record for turnout down there, but uh, she got robbed. Sure, she did. Uh, we got a lot to get to as always. This is such an exciting time to be alive, Reamer. It's such an exciting time to be doing a podcast. Um, Amy Coney Barrett will be back on the stand, and this time they get to all these all these 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 pathetic Democrats get to grill her. And tell her how much she is to blame for killing all their constituents. It was interesting yesterday. She, I got I got one problem with ACB. I mean, I love her. She's a great candidate. She's going to be great. But I got one problem. I'll tell you about that. Uh, Let me guess. Because she Donald Trump. Her. Go ahead. Donald Trump is uh, sending best wishes, blowing kisses. He wanted to kiss everyone in the crowd last night, but he blew kisses to another sexual predator. Uh, his favorite sexual predator. I'll give you a hint. He's no longer with us. And he's not Jeffrey Epstein, but we can get into that. We'll play you some of Keith o- Keith Olbermann's back. And he's crazy as ever. He's trying to keep up with all the crazies out there. And it's not easy for Keith. So he really, really goes overboard. And we will celebrate the horrendous ratings for the NBA. The, it's worse than anyone even imagined. It is worse than, than, than Adam Silva's worst nightmare. And Megan Kelly's back too. Megan Kelly and Keith Oldman are back. One of them made a fool of himself. The other did a spectacular interview on her podcast uh, with uh, Mark Cuban, just took him apart. We'll play you some of that all on today's Callahan pro- podcast brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple no monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balances. No strings attached. What better is with what's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account. DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at DCU.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right. Have you heard Reamer is here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all the people who don't like Reamer. Too bad. We need someone to represent the nuts out there. We couldn't we couldn't get Olbermann today, but we got Reamer. Cullinane is here. Um what um I don't even know where to begin. This is such a there's just so much going on. I'll give you my one problem with ACB. With I mean, she's a perfect candidate, almost perfect. It's a great choice. I'm not saying, you know, Trump founder in a nationwide search. Someone told him this would be a great choice in these contentious times because there's so little for the Democrats to attack. They may make something up and accuse her of being a gang rapist or a drug dealer or a child uh, abuser or something. They probably will make something up. But yesterday they had nothing. If you missed it, all they did was put up posters 
of people in their district of, of constituents who were sick or had been in the hospital and will lose their coverage and will die if ACB uh, gets confirmed, which she will be. And of course, none of these people will die. They won't lose their coverage. But you know well, what? They won't, but others will That's, up to 21 million potentially if the ACA gets struck down. They won't, why? But good luck with that. Why? Hold on. Why? 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 Because there's no case before the Supreme Court. And by the way, what do you mean, Jerry? Jerry, 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 Jerry. There is Jerry. zero chance that, that she, 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 she takes. Obama, uh, I'm sorry, the Affordable Care Act and strips 80, what is it, 180 million people of their coverage. That's no, no, not no, going to no. happen. 20 million Everyone knows it. Okay, so you're definitely supercharged this morning about something, but I would say- I just I came mean, to my list. What are you talking about something? I got 10 things here. What, you don't want to do this? Go back to bed. Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. There is a case in front of the Supreme Court to repeal Obamacare. Texas has the case. That's going to be heard not, next month. Not Obamacare in its entirety. You know that. It's just the, the individual, the, the individual mandate, mandate, right, which, which would basically destroy Obamacare because of the individual mandate, Jerry, there's less money in the pool for everybody. That's how it works. Everybody needs to buy in to the marketplace. So um, it would strip tens of millions of people from their health care. Amy Comey Barrett has written about her opposition to Obamacare. And here's my question. Don't re- So Republicans don't want to repeal Obamacare anymore. They don't want to do that anymore. Uh, they do, but not in its entirety, as you know. But they want, so they, but they want to strip it to the bones and get rid of the individual mandate and deprive it of funds. Right. Yes. Good. So they. You know what? I, I'm so sick. I, I don't like uh, arguing with you about health care. I'm arguing with you about the it's Supreme boring, Court. But you're so okay. right. But okay. you're so wrong about Why? it. I love that Republicans. Hey, tell you know, me this. For then, Ten Alex years Jr. have campaigned on repealing the Affordable Care Act. Now they pretend they don't want to repeal it because their policies are unpopular. Anything, anything with Obama's name on it, I want to repeal. That's the greatest thing Trump has done. He's he's undone all of Obamacare's destructive work and in, in, in destroying this country. But Anyway, but anyway, what does that have to do with Amy Coney Barrett? She's there. She, as she said, she's a judge. She will be a justice. She will interpret the law. Yeah, she'll just call balls and strikes. Right. That's what there she said go. she I will like do. That. That's what she will do. That's what Republicans wanted to do. Democrats want their Supreme Court justices to be legislators on the bench. That's what they want. Uh, they're not going to get it, fortunately. It was just such a you know, dog and well, pony well, show. Well, they'll get to Scalia. I mean, she has said herself last exactly. year, his judicial philosophy is mine. Precisely, uh, which is yes. why, I mean, elections have consequences. Donald Trump won. He gets to name her, and the Senate is controlled by Republicans. They get to confirm her. It's yeah, going I, love to that. I, love that. I love that that's always added at the end now because, like, you all forget what a – hypocrisy it is hypocritical it is so oh yeah yeah the senate is also controlled by republicans so that's why we can name a justice two weeks before the election correct who cares what i mean who cares when it is it's legal it's constitutional if he ever didn't nominate a just judge there would be uh, uh there would be an uprising like we've never seen before from his base from the republicans of course i mean the idea that he's going to say nah it's kind of near the the election i'll skip it not or, kind of or, the election. Or I wouldn't care if it was after the election. If this happened after the a election. Lame du- okay, great. Lame so let's, duck, put, yes. let's put the shoe on the other foot. We have President Barack Obama, lame duck President Obama, and a lame duck Senate confirming a Supreme Court justice after losing the election. You would be okay with that, Jerry? I, I would have no say have in it. No I would have no it. say. Okay, there was right. nothing. Alex, there's nothing I could do about it. It's legal. It's constitutional. Well, I wouldn't care. There, for, well, I wouldn't again. Care. 
Well, then if again, Jerry. January, if it was January 20th, I would say. Jerry, name- I don't understand why. Re- why don't? Why can't you just call spade a spade? Republicans have stolen two Supreme Court seats. They're Kudos they're to not. Mitch McConnell. Kudos to you for pulling it off. You Pull did it. Off it's illegal. Follows but- the law, Alex. I know it hurts. Democrats don't like that. They don't like to follow the law. They don't like the Constitution. They, like the they think they think it's a living document. So, a president, appo- uh, uh, you know, again, they tell uh, me what they somebody tell me. in March. He's, and Biden, he's not allowed Biden to literally, Biden literally said yesterday, this is unconstitutional. That is either he's stupid or he's lying, one or the other. It's obviously not unconstitutional. There's nothing. Even Jake Tapper, who's about as uh, enthusiastic a, a Biden supporter as there is, said there's nothing unconstitutional. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. It's not breaking the law. It's not jamming in a con- – it's not – Ignoring the dying wishes of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, this unelected left wing. Well, it is. I mean, she said she wanted her replacement after the election. So what? Who cares? Well, so it is ignoring her dying wishes. I mean, but, okay. It's ignoring her dying okay, wishes. Okay, So, so, so would, I don't understand why. why, why I mean, why is that a, relevant? This why is the thing. Ever this is, this, I, don't, I don't think it's relevant either. But I mean, sister, why don't you just, why don't just admit reality? So you used to admit reality. Why don't you just say we have stolen Supreme Court seats. We are ignoring Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wishes. We want to suppress the vote. We want to repel, repeal Obamacare. You used to at least be honest about your motives. I what am is honest about it's, everything. It's you, very you chicken. People it's actually you very people. chicken shit to not admit hey, you, what you you're people. up to. You people are lying. I am honest about everything. I just explained it to you. There's nothing dishonest. There's nothing unconstitutional. There's nothing illegal. You are frustrated. Biden is frustrated. All your surrogates in the media are frustrated. There's nothing you could do about it. You know it. And she, again, is a great nominee so far. She looks good. Here's my problem. Here's where where I struggled a little bit yesterday. That voice. Ooh, that voice. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. You don't hear much from Supreme Court justices. Hell, most times you don't even know what they sound like. But we will today. We will for the next few days get to hear her. And uh, that voice was a little tough on the ears, I have to say. If confirmed, it would be the honor of a lifetime to serve alongside the Chief Justice and seven Associate Justices. I admire them all and would consider each a valued colleague. And I might bring a few new perspectives to the bench. As the president noted when he announced my nomination, I would be the first mother of school-aged children to serve on the court. And I know that it would make Senators Young and Braun happy to know that I would be the first justice to join the court from the Seventh Circuit in 45 years. I would be the only sitting justice who didn't attend school at Harvard or Yale, but I am confident that Notre Dame could hold its own and maybe I could even teach them a thing or two about football. That, uh, you know, that was a little bit. Uh, I, I hate when they make jokes like that. It's a lame joke. And, uh, you know, but, but she's great. She's going to be great. Well, the voice was fine. And what's wrong with the voice? They embarrassed themselves holding up posters and say, you're going to kill the children in my district. And, and the worst, you know, the worst was they were all bad. I mean, Sheldon Whitehouse is a disgrace. There's Chris Coons and disgrace. Maisie Hirono is Dumber than this microphone I have in front of me. Absolute moron. But the worst. That's that's so random. What's wrong with her? The the senior senator from Hawaii? What's Have you you heard her? She's just not very bright. She's good. I like Maisie. She's not not a bright woman. Uh, She's terrible. Terrible. Anyway, the worst. Kamala Harris, I believe, was in the building 
but wouldn't come attend in person because you know the the virus. This is a woman who's on on uh, allegedly campaigning, doing indoor meetings and and rallies and and She's gathering. Not, hold on, what, what indoor day. rally has Kamala Harris done? Every, uh, they're not real rallies. I'm sorry. They're usually about six or seven people show up. There's no the, rallies. She's, she's she's doing meetings and indoor get-togethers every day, but she can't attend this vital meeting. Yeah, with people who she knows has COVID. Okay, yeah. Because let's talk about Mike Lee. Okay, listen. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let me just finish Kamala. She did it remotely from the same building, and she did it for obvious reasons. She read her statement on a teleprompter. Now, everyone in the meeting, everyone in the hearing has to just kind of wing it or look at their notes. And some people gave great speeches, including Mike Lee, without looking down one second. He was he was great. Kamala Harris, the phoniest person in the in the whole Senate. I mean, she just so it makes your skin crawl. She's so phony. Reads from a teleprompter all about, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and everything else and how uh, this is a sham. This is a charade. They're stealing a seat. All these lies, the same garbage I just heard from you. She couldn't come down and do it in person because she couldn't read from a teleprompter, which to me made Trump's case. That's why you can't have a virtual debate because they will cheat. Biden will read from a teleprompter just like she did. But tell me this. Do you think do you think Mike, Mike Lee did not get the go ahead from a doctor? Okay, what, 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 this is like that. So that that is the new lamest argument that she was read. Who, 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 how, how do you know she was reading from a teleprompter? Number one and I number two. It. Why would you? You don't think Kamala Harris can speak extemporaneously? No, I don't think, think she's you a don't terrible think so. speaker. I okay. think she's the most terrible speaker candidate I've ever seen. All her mannerisms, rolling the eyes. And- oh, I mean, it was pretty hard. I mean, if I were her, I would have slapped to the fucking shit eating grin off of Mike Pence's face last week. Mike Pence trying to insult her about you, mommy, wouldn't have approved of the dig. He was trying to throw at Joe Biden I'm last sorry. week. I'm, I'm sorry. Pence. I'm sorry that Mike Pence destroyed your girl. Oh, you have I'm to sorry. Pe- you, have to be, you have to admit that mommy, though, would not have approved of Mike Pence dissing Joe Biden like he did. He's supposed to be a good boy. And he was getting a little rowdy. He calls his wife mother. He destroyed. Um, he destroyed your girl in the but, debate. But explain to me. You're upset. I, I love this. Uh, how uh, Democrats? Well, okay, do I think this, Mike this, Lee was- the, the substance of the debate is irrelevant? It's who was wearing a mask. That's all that matters to you. How no. long they were wearing a mask. Uh, Jerry, look, I am definitely not COVID crazy at all. We've gone through that. So you can't pull that attack on me. But I am saying that Mike Lee, who tested positive for coronavirus less than two weeks ago, everybody in the history of the world has quarantined for two weeks except a sitting United States senator who comes in and doesn't wear a mask while he talks. You can talk with a mask on. People do it all the time. Oh, Waiters Stop do it in restaurants. But people do it. So, you know. Well, so, none of your none of your senators did it. I mean, Maisie Hirono didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, because they're negative for corona. You know, well, he is too. He's got through it, he's Alex. Negative he's got the green light. Well, what, where's his yes, latest negative you know test? I'd like he's to immune. see it. He's like Trump. He's immune. He's I want than to. Ever. I want to see the, I want to see the test from Mike Lee. And, you know, Kamala Harris needs to be healthy. She's the vice, you know, she's going to be our next vice president. She's on the campaign trail. She needs to she's stay healthy. Be our next she can't president. be Get it right. our next president, even better. She can't be near all these sick old people. How about Chuck Grassley, who's 87 and refuses <laughs> hey. to even get tested? I mean, it's, these are infected people. How about Diane Feinstein, who's like 103. Yeah, I mean, sure, these are infected <laughs> people. She doesn't need you know, to be near them. 
well, don't, don't do it if you don't want it. Kamala Harris is only whatever, 55. Right. And she was in the building and she's been around people all day, but she did this. Yeah, but, but not you, people you who You obviously she didn't watch it, Alice, because she was literally, you could follow her eyes. She was reading a teleprompter, reading a prepared statement written for her by someone else. She's so phony. Yeah, it just honestly, it makes Jerry, your skin crawl. The, the, hearing, the hearings bore me because she's going to get confirmed. It's going to be the same, right. you know, soapbox ranting and raving, which Democrats well, are right, but there's nothing they can do about this one so i'm uh it's a little performative for me well they're not right they, there's nothing unconstitutional there's nothing uh illegal about it there's nothing inappropriate about it there's nothing unprecedented about it they're wrong about everything and those kids on those posters they held up they're not going to die because of amy she's not going to kill them but anyway huh. i look forward to the hearing going forward Passively. i think it's going to be really tough for these scumbags who just tried to destroy Kavanaugh's life with lies, tried to destroy his family with lies. It's going to be tough to do that to uh, no. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh's fine. He's a sitting Supreme Court justice. Yes. He, he's doing just fine. I do not have any tears for Brett Kavanaugh yes. okay, at the moment. Um, okay, Alex, and I, I'm sorry. I still like you. I still like having you on, even though you're a gang rapist who used to drug the young boys and rape them. But, you know, you're fine. You're fine. I'll, you fine. Know, as long as you don't mind people making up stuff about you you think it's okay then you know we'll go from there worse we'll, has we'll, been said about me <laughs> uh yeah we can get to you you're celebrating your uh your sexuality on on twitter i found that a little strange the best thing that's ever happened to you says alex reamer absolutely it didn't happen to you you were born that way i know right? exactly right. i agree right. you were born that way yeah but it's <laughs> but it's, are- it's been the best thing but uh you know i defend you all the time no one is more comfortable in his skin than alex no one thank is- you is happier with his life. That and that little, means a lot that to little, me. That little pill, that 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 hypothetical pill that people offer, you know, gay people say, you know, if you could take a pill and be be uh, straight, Alex would be, you know, I mean, you've taken plenty of pills, but that's not one that you would take. Nobody nobody says that except Jerry. Jerry thinks that's like some famous question that's been asked. It is. I mean, it's, a, it's, I mean, it's outdated, but it's an old question they would say to gay people, if they had a pill and could turn you straight, would you take it? Yeah, no, absolutely not. I've never had more fun in my life. <laughs> Why were you? I missed the tweet. Why were you like celebrating? It was. Was it like a? Because it was, it was coming, coming out, out day. day. Oh, okay. all right, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, coming out day. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, hey, hey, leave, leave, uh, leave uh, Cullinane alone. Sophia made her comeback. So Cullinane's been a little busy. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, hey, like, you got to you know, keep an eye on it. All the, all the new trending topics. You got to keep an yeah, eye on. Gotta, what's trending about Sophia with an F? Did oh, you listen? No. Yeah, what's trending about the biggest podcast in the world having a huge split and then, you know, the second person comes yeah, back. What's trending? Tell me what the trending. Tell me what the interesting part she of She talks shit about her. It's, I mean, I'm not saying it's a huge news story to us, but it's a huge news story in pop culture. Yeah, we're focused yeah. on the we're focused on the election. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, we can get to a podcast, a new podcast by a hot chick, and that'd be my girl, Megan Kelly. All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. As always, Dave McDonough joins me. Dave, uh, crazy week. Let's get an update. We got Trump with the virus. We right. got debates. We got all the stuff. What went on in the market? Dave, last Friday, you know, market was going to implode. That's what the, you know, the Dow futures were indicating because of the president and the virus. We told your listeners, don't believe the hype. Buy the dip. Dave, best week this week in over six. Now, where did you tell the listeners? Because I bet you told them on the captain's blog, which you'd be a dummy if you don't go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement and sign up for it. Dave, we put the blog out each and every week. 
what happened last week, what's going to happen next week. It's worth the three minute watch. So we do 30 seconds here. If you go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, you can get the captain's blog in video, audio, text form. Go sign up flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. What else is there left to do? That's all we have for this week, Dave. Bang. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Ooh, I had mixed emotions about Megyn Kelly. You know, she hates Trump. And, and she does she was, still, though? I don't think she does anymore. I don't think she's a big fan, but she was run out of NBC for completely ridiculous reasons. I mean, she cashed in. She made a lot of money. I'm not yeah, feel again, bad. Another another person I who I don't have a lot of sympathy for. I don't either, but but she may, you know, I'm not have sympathy for her, but I did appreciate her when she was on Fox because she's a really good interviewer and she's surprisingly <laughs> tough. Like she doesn't go soft in the middle of an interview and start giggling and say, yeah, you know what? You know, it was fun talking to her or anything like that. She goes in for the kill like very few people do. And I was hoping she'd come back in some form. I don't see why she can't go back to Fox. I mean, Roger Ailes not there anymore. We'll get to Roger, but, she, you know, Bill O'Reilly's not there anymore. Isn't it, safe for, <laughs> isn't it re- safe for a hot blonde to go back to Fox? No, who would she replace? I don't know, Martha McCallum or, or Shannon no. Bream. Or, or, you know, who she'd replace Chris Wallace, who sucks. So I'd like to get rid of oh, him. Oh, do you do you like Chris Wallace? Or I no? hate what his guts, and I, I want to get rid of him. And if Megyn Kelly came back, I would watch her every time she was on the air. But anyway, she's she doesn't want to. She wants to be her own boss. That's what we all say when we uh, you know get fired and start podcasts. We want to be our own boss. <laughs> yeah. And of course, she's got it's, a whole, it's, we're living. She's team. got a whole team of people working with her. I have Cullinane, so you know I'm doing Good my luck. best. Yeah. But Megyn Kelly, it, it came back like a couple weeks ago. She's got a podcast, a lot of promotion. It'll work, but she's had a few guests. I, I forget who she had on, but I, I listened to one that wasn't bad. I can't even remember which one, but yesterday. The Candace Owens ones, I bet. I bet that's, that's true. Candace yeah. Owens always. Was that a tough too. interview or friendly? It was pretty friendly, but mm-hmm. Mark Cuban, she had on yesterday. Now, Mark Cuban was a friendly interview for about 20 minutes, giggling about how you raise your kids when you're really rich. Do you love those conversations? Is it really tough do. to raise? Is it tough to raise kids? Well, she has want, to worry about Thatcher and and, and Yates and, and Yardley Yates. and yeah, and all the. It's that, hard. First of all, her kids have no chance because she gave them all those names. Like, what's your name, Yardley? Yeah, Yardley <laughs> Kelly. I don't think that's the last. I don't even know what her husband's last name is. But anyway. She's good. She's a good interviewer. She speaks clearly. She stays on top of the news. She doesn't know much about sports, but this really isn't about sports. This is about China. Actually, it's about the NBA going all woke and and having uh, and paying the price in the ratings. They took a huge hit. I got the numbers here. It's amazing how many people. Here too. And by the way, I'm taking credit because I said in like May, I said this isn't going to work. This this thing where they're shoving their left wing, their woke politics in your face is going to turn off a lot of people. And it did. Even I had no idea it would be this. They would take this big a hit. Uh, All right, we'll do the numbers quick and then we'll get to Megan with Mark Cuban, who was just uh, reeling with this line of questioning. Didn't know what to say. Didn't know how to handle, you know, the strong woman who was pinning him down. I knew they would take a hit. I had no idea it would be this bad. And, um, they, they tied game five, game five, which was not the clincher. The clincher was Sunday night. Game five. Um, 
in 1990. This is this is unbelievable. Tied the Last Dance, the documentary about Michael Jordan, got 5.6 million viewers. Game five of this playoff series, this final series, 5.6 million viewers. That then and game five, by the way, was a good game. Miami won. They had no competition. It was Friday night. Um, they ended up game six was the clincher for LeBron James to win the title, his fourth title to beat Miami, you know, to win for the Lakers, to win it for Kobe, to win it for social justice, which is what Darren Ravel said he did. He won it for voter registration and he won it for social justice. He did. He got five point is it five point eight million um in last year last year that game got eighteen million they went down twelve and a half million in one year but this is my favorite one in nineteen ninety eight nineteen ninety eight Michael Jordan clincher yep five I mean thirty five point six million to LeBron's clincher five point six million 30 million fewer viewers for LeBron than Michael Jordan. Now tell me about how there was, you know, a football game on or, you know, people are uh, are cutting the cord and watching, you know, not watching conventional TV, which is one of Cuban's excuses. That none of that, Alex explains, a drop in viewers of 30 million. That's incredible. Well, I mean, I think uh, ratings for everything have been tumbling over the last 25 years or so. I mean, they're so not I, I don't like, think not like that. How about the NFL? They tumble like that. They don't. But they're falling now. So, I mean, so you look at the ratings leading into the weekend. NBA totally down, but Major League Baseball down 39 percent. NFL down 14 percent entering this week. The Stanley Cup final, Jerry, and the NHL was praised by Eric Trump for standing during the anthem. Damn it. Uh, they were down 61% in the Stanley Cup I don't even final. know when that is. When is the NBA and the NHL finals? It's, it's over, I think. Oh, it is? Shit. Yeah. But I, I know. I know. I know. Well, I, we... <laughs> but even you, you got to admit, Alex, I know, you, I know you're after level. the Bruins Cup run. I'm a big hockey guy. I'm upset <laughs> I missed. I, I know. I, and you do overnights on a sports and now station. And so now I do it all the time. I, yeah, I still okay, miss you, the... you have to. I know you love LeBron. I know you love, you know, the, the, the wokeness of the NBA and the Black Lives Matter on the court and the, the slogans on their shirts. You have to admit, going dropping 30 million viewers in, in, in 30 years and 12 million in one year is a huge hit that even they couldn't have expected. And it's the reason Adam Silver has already announced that there will be no more tributes to Black Lives Matter next year. Well, I just think they did a, they did quite a bit this year. That, that, that's all they did. They had it on the court. They right. had it on well, their T-shirts. They had it on their game well, jerseys. Right. Well, that's what he means. So, right, right. So they're going to – I mean, I think players will still be allowed to speak freely and encouraged to speak freely. But, yes, we will not have NBA-sponsored – Black Lives Matter for a second straight year, but I don't even know when the second or the next NBA season is going to be. I don't either. You know, um, you're, you're the overnight host. Tell me when does it start up again so I can ignore it again. I think probably they're going to keep holding off until they can have fans in the stands again. I mean, right. so what well, they can? I mean, obviously they can if they want. They have it in lots of NFL stadiums in the Texas. I mean, in uh, Florida now they are f- full to capacity. A and M. I like God that. bless Ron DeSantis. He's like, fill it up. You know, no, we're not, we're, we're through, we're done with this in Texas. They had at the A and M game, they had 28,000, which is a good number. That's like, you know, half or one third full for college football. And they made a lot of noise, uh, but this is a huge hit and a huge problem. And 
Megan, but outcome ratings for every other league, though. It's not really close not to taking this kind of hit, Alex. Not even close. This is a, not a dream matchup. But last year, they had a team from Canada and a team from Golden State. Well, but State. I also say, though, Jerry, I mean, this, I mean, look, I've been into the bubble. We've been breaking it down all summer long on CBS Sports Radio. I've been digging the bubble. Dame. I'm, I'm listening every day, every morning or night or Dame, whatever you Dame, want. Dame. Morning, actually, technically. Right. Dame. LBJ. These are my guys. AD. But I do have to say, <laughs> the uh, the bubble, I mean, it did go on for a year, this NBA season, right? Literally a calendar year. I think by the end of it, even the most ardent bubble fans were like, you know, but we've had enough you, of this. Can you imagine people sitting out of a Michael Jordan clinching game, knowing that he was going to celebrate? I realize it was a blowout, but it was a clincher. And again, it was very emotional. It was all they kept talking about Kobe Bryant. They kept talking about LeBron winning a title with his third team, his fourth title. It was very emotional. It should have been good TV. I didn't watch. Neither did anyone. Last year, a team from Canada played Golden State. They got 18 million. This year, five and a half million. They took a hit of 12 million viewers in one year. But it also wasn't at the same time of year. June compared to Friday night, October, summer excuse doesn't even run anymore. Yeah, I mean, but I would say that as Dave has been saying all along that the bigger thing is ratings for all sports are down. And I think the bubble was it went on for a very long time. And this final was also bereft of any sort of drama. You knew the Lakers would win. There wasn't a lot of intrigue you don't think to drama it. Drama is LeBron winning a title for Kobe. That's drama. That's good TV. Uh, mm. If that weren't, if they weren't so woke, if there were no politics, the number would have been much, much bigger. But I understand. I'm but sorry, they, but, that's but, a fact. But, but, but I mean, but the NBA has been very political ever since really 2014. Eric Gardner, they wore no, I no, can't breathe no, they shirts. They made that day. statement at the ESPYS for you know to curtail gun violence. LeBron and Dwayne Wade. That was five years ago, I think. So the NBA has been going in this direction for at least half a decade. But um, this year, you know, they took it. They they painted the slogan, the name of a violent political Marxist political oh organization on the court. You people That's are such did. snowflakes. I mean, my goodness. But here's, but here's what, but here's what. But here's what I'm they, disappointed about. Might as you, well Jerry. put like the you know the the Soviet flag up and I mean, Fine, put the great. Cuban flag. Well, we do. Um, live, well, I mean the 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 the, the you know the, the 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 what we know about Trump's health is it's it's similar to as Joy Reid said uh, a Stalinist type situation right now. But but. <laughs> um, anyway, Anyway, let's um, let's get back to Megan with hold Cuban. On, but I'm you disappointed in you, though. Hold on, you, Jerry, are a true sports fan. We always talk with that on WEI. Jerry was at the end of the day big sports guy. Like to go through the box. I've score. spent the last two nights watching NFL football, and I spent you know seven hours the last two nights watching the Sunday night and the Monday night game. They were both they were both terrific. Uh, last night I was rooting for uh, uh, the whatever the the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers, and Justin Herbert, who was terrific. And watching, for a while at least, watching what appeared to be Drew Brees just growing old before our eyes. Brees comes back. They win it. It was great theater. It was great. It was a great sporting event. And that, a Monday night game in October between the Chargers and the Saints will destroy the LeBron clinching game. That's all you need to know. But here's here's all you need. Jerry, you are... Like you said, big sport. LeBron James, fine. Don't like his views, whatever. This guy is 35 years old, won his fourth title on a third team, averaged 30 points this final with 11 rebounds, eight and a half assists, almost a triple-double at 35. 
and you're not impressed with that at all? I, I would have maybe standpoint. if I watched it. I had no interest. I had no interest. Oh, but Jerry, come on. But you have I to say, I mean, I, I hey, you're a sports play. fan. It's I, mean, I don't have the answer to this one either because I would love to watch it and I'm just not into it. And I don't really know why. I don't really know why we're all shitting on the bubble saying, oh, he won a, an AAU basketball tournament. When no, really- this was the hardest championship no, ever. Every, literally, everybody oh, was on equal footing, though. Like, right. what's really different about it? There's Nothing no was different about it. And- and the competition was excellent. It was yeah. really good basketball. The only thing uh, you, you don't make an argument know. about you didn't watch you either. The only thing you can make yeah. an argument about is that you don't play away games. Then you're talking about does that really matter that there's no fans rooting against you? Is it tougher to play here than there? I don't know. It just it they were on equal footing. It should have been compelling television, and I just didn't watch. Oh, uh, and the NBA gets credit for two things: acknowledging their mistake. Adam Silver, who's a big left wing nut job, has already admitted it was a mistake, and they won't do it next year. And the other thing, I believe they played 172 games over whatever it's been three months. Not one positive coronavirus test not one that's amazing all the people who said they shouldn't play and now they're focused on the nfl shouldn't play basketball shouldn't play whatever cancel all sports they were wrong they were dead wrong all the darren revels and ben volans and all the corona bros were wrong now they're saying you know the nfl shouldn't play which is absurd the nfl they said the you know patriots playing at kansas city was a mistake Maybe you, being an overnight sports host, can help me with that. Why is it a mistake? Hold on. The Patriots had, overnight sports host. The Patriots, uh, Cam Newton didn't go, so the Patriots had two guys, uh, Stefan Gilmore and another guy, test positive. They'll both be fine in a week. They played the game. It was a good game. They had a big audience. They had big ratings. They made money. That's their job. What's the problem? Why not power through it, as, uh, as some people have said? Just power through it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what they do. You know, the people at the grocery stores and the, and the, and the cops and the Amazon guys and the delivery guys, they all do their job. If someone at work gets the virus, that person stays home. Everyone else gets tested. If you get you know, positive, you go home and quarantine. What is? Why would you not play games because two guys tested positive? Well, because, I mean, I actually want to see the NFL finish its season. And the best way to do that is to avoid the possibility of massive outbreaks like we're seeing with the Tennessee Titans. And the way to do that is to be safe. As we've seen with the White House, sometimes it can take a couple of days for positive tests to spring up. So if I'm the NFL, why don't you just add a week 18 and push these games to then the Super Bowl? Well, they probably will. I mean, they already have. so, so So that's what I'm saying to do because... You know, delaying games 24 hours really does nothing. And like, what if you have that small chance where you have some players who test negative, but it's before the virus is detectable, and then they pass it to other players, and you have an outbreak, and then you have a situation. So I yeah, think that's right. And they'll so, take it as it comes, but until well, but, then, but, 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 but you why power not then? through it. Right, which is right. But I am saying the NFL should add an additional week at the end of the season okay, good. to give themselves then, cushion. Yeah, good. So you don't want to cancel the season. You don't want to no, say, oh, I don't, I don't know. Who well, wants you know. to know? I don't want to. Who wants to cancel the season? Oh, I, trust me. They're out there. The, 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 the Corona bros are out there hoping. They were so happy that the SEC canceled the game. Vanderbilt and Missouri got canceled because of some minor outbreak. And they're like, see, see, look, I told you they couldn't do it. Well, they should do it. Awesome. They could do it. The NBA did it. Nobody watched, but they did it. NHL did it. Baseball's doing well, it. Well, the NBA was in a bubble, as was the NHL. Yes, well, but so what? They're they, they, everyone's taking the precautions at some level. The NFL is doing what they can, right? Not in a bubble, but they're doing what they can. A few guys have gotten the virus. They'll be. You know what? Cam Newton's going to miss one game. That's it. And when he's back, he'll be like Trump. He'll be Superman. 
you know, he'll feel better than ever. He'll be immune. He won't have to wear a mask. He'll be able to go out there and breathe on anyone he wants. Um, which, by the way, before we get to Megan, we're going to get to Megan. Did you see oh, yeah. that? You see the story that uh, the rumor was that Trump wanted to go on stage in his first appearance yep. after getting through, getting over the coronavirus, rip off his shirt and have a Superman shirt under it. <laughs> I believe One, it. The one thing missing from that story is who vetoed that idea, who stopped him from doing it, because that would have been just priceless. I don't like all the things Trump does, particularly, you know, when he speaks off the cuff, but that would have been hilarious. Hilarious. I think it would have been cheesy. Yeah. So what? Cheesy and hilarious. I mean, this is what this presidency has come down to. This guy who's ridden. You, you got, the no, when it comes to Trump, you've got no sense sitting, of humor. Reamer. Sitting in the hospital, you know, dreaming of these like PR stunts. I mean, that's what the president. I mean, that's what his presidency has devolved into. And I'm excited for it to end in less than three weeks. Uh, it won't, Can I tell it, you, you know, nobody's lame ever duck. Been, lame duck. Trump is going to be wild. If he nobody's loses. Been, nobody's been more pessimistic than me about the. Biden, you know, because all the voter, voter suppression, Jerry, and cheating that we're, you know, seeing rampant. But even that, I don't think will stop uh, the the Joe Biden and the momentum, the Joe momentum, as they're what calling is, it. What does Trump do? I'm gonna I'm gonna say if he loses, but I think we all know where it's going. What does Trump do when it loses? Like, does he go? I know he's gonna go back to his businesses, real estate, shit like that. But from like a media celebrity standpoint, what well, the rumor is that he's gonna own a TV network, whether it's like Newsmax or. Or some, you know, maybe FTF. He'll he'll own some network. It'll he'll yeah. he'll elevate the profile. He'll put his people on it, and people will watch because he hates Fox News right now. He hates for good reason. Chris Wallace turned out mm, to be, you know, a double agent working for Biden. John Roberts turned out to be a scumbag too. So he hates these people. He wants justice. No, John Roberts who, who grilled Kaylee McEnany on the oh, white supremacy. He that's, asked her that's, a that's, hard that, question. That's the clue. The first clue, if you want to know somebody, somebody's working for the other team. They mentioned white supremacy, which is a total canard, totally made up. Uh, It'll come up in the next debate, which uh, hopefully is, uh, you know, hopefully they stop the pretense. I want the next debate to be moderated by Joy Behar and Chelsea Handler. That should be the next. And and Jill Biden, too. We'll have the three of them. Just so we can stop the pretend that these moderators are neutral. But don't get me going. We have a great cut from sleepy joe from yesterday who was stumbling and bumbling all over alex i'm not sure he can make it three more weeks i really not sure he will he'll probably call a lid for you know out of the 21 days for like 17 of them but he is such an embarrassment on the stump yesterday he said he was running for the senate he couldn't remember mitt romney's name and he said that mormon guy (laughs) that mormon guy (laughs) mitt romney and and you want to play this now, Dave, or you want to? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play the the best, the most amazing gaffe, which is not getting a lot of play because most of the media is in the tank. They wake up each day wondering how they can help their guy today. Um, you got to look for, the, maybe you haven't heard this one yet, but this is him talking as usual about, you know, white supremacists, neo Nazis, Proud Boys, and Trump. And he just makes a just an incredible gaffe. Sympathizers. Carrying Nazi flags, flags, Jews oh. the exact same. Jars, Jews. defending people are carrying Nazi. Uh, well, flags. It was National Coming Out Day. Over were there weekend. were there such a thing as Nazi? Uh, they were killed. Unfortunately, they were. You know, 
Can you play they that? Can you play more of that? I want to hear lead up to it. The Please. only thing I could find, because it is on the dark web at this point. It is on the dark web. But yes, yes. I play it again. I want to hear it again. All right. Sympathizers carrying Nazi flags, flags <laughs> in the exact same. Uh, do you have him talking about Mitt Romney, that Mormon guy? Mitt Romney's sort of a high-profile guy. He ran against him. He and Obama ran against Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney, and he can't remember Mitt Romney. How's he going to remember? Yeah, that's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. You know, Oops. we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. He's running for the Senate. Well, that would be better for the country, but uh, he's not sure what office he's running for, not sure who he's running against, and he's afraid of those Nazi uh, flags. But, okay, I mean, that, I, I'm not even laughing at that because it, these are just oh, distorted clips. It's, a, it's offensive. Yeah, it is offensive. These are distorted clips. Uh, I mean, Trump, who's in the clips. hospital, you know, stricken with coronavirus saying we love the usa and we love what's happening so i mean that's, that's so he loves his country i know that's uh not accepted in your on your side of the aisle the range raging loves, lunatic who's who's calling off stimulus talks and one minute later he wants the biggest stimulus I, deal ever i will i will give you this i will give you this uh i don't understand why he doesn't know what his old friend roger ailes did i mean i understand they used to be friends i understand that roger ailes liked trump wanted to get trump elected supported trump probably encouraged everybody at fox news to support trump those were the good old days the good old days but, and maybe he hasn't really read up read all the stories watched that that the loudest voice with uh, russell crowe maybe he isn't all updated on the news but I, he's done this before and he did it again yesterday he tweeted Roger Ailes was the greatest. He tweeted this yesterday. How does he not know? How does he not know what Roger Ailes did? Or he does know, but doesn't care because he's done the same things. So what? I mean, even if he knew or didn't care, you wouldn't say it, would you? I mean, even if you... Why? Because he's done the same things and doesn't think there's anything wrong with that. Let me see. I reached out to Kaylee McEnany. I asked her if she could do us a favor and update... Trump on Roger Ailes. I said, just tell him he wasn't really the greatest. <laughs> What'd she say? She didn't get back to me. Kaylee McEnany promised to re- uh, follow everyone who followed her, and I follow her, and she didn't follow me, so I'm a little insulted. But here's the tweet yesterday, uh, 14 hours ago. He says, Fox News allows more negative ads on me than practically all of the other networks combined. Combined. Not like the good old days, but we will win even bigger than two six, 2016 Roger Ailes was the greatest ca- uh, capital letters exclamation point. Roger Ailes, you know, he died before they could convict his fat ass was an absolute monster. He was, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, he didn't, he didn't go after children, but he was a sexual predator. He was Harvey Weinstein. He was evil. He was evil. And the president of the United States who I support 100% says he was the greatest. What the hell? Because he, because um, he likes Roger Ailes, and they did the same things. They run in the same circles. Two old, fat, obese white guys who abuse women. Uh, yeah, no, no, Trump didn't do what Ailes did. I'm not going to let you get away with that. But the people at Fox News, you know, was, I mean, some who aren't there, Gretchen Kelly. I mean, Gretchen uh, Carlson, Megan Kelly, must be looking at that, going, 
that's the president <laughs> talking about a guy who, you know, in some cases committed rape. But it doesn't even get noticed. You're like one of the few people who notices that. It's, it's just, I mean, it's just I literally tweeted about it and I got hardly any reaction. Nobody cares. It's like there are, there's some hardcore Trumpsters saying, you know, defend uh, it. What is yeah. it? Yeah. What does the defense of, of Roger Ailes look like from the, uh, let's see. But also, is, their, Fox's say, ratings have never been higher, right? So I don't even like the the actual praising of him doesn't really even make sense and matter because Tucker says, Carlson's never been bigger, Hannity's never been bigger. That's true, but you know, watch the ads sometime. You want to talk about cancel culture? <laughs> they they don't get any. You know, there's no GMs or, or you know Toyotas or Merrill Lynch or Budweiser. It's all you know relief factor and my pillow and. <laughs> You know, this thing you stick up your nose to suck out the mucus. I mean, they, they, <laughs> that is the product of Media Matters and the other Well, that's left because wing. you have to go after loyal advertisers. We may we know a thing or two about this. Uh, that, right, yeah, I mean, and, and you have to go business. after your demographic. That tells you who's watching Fox no, News. It tells you the, the, the mucus. No, it tells you the vultures. It tells you the cities. It tells you that uh, Geico is, you know, a bunch of bitches. Like, that's what it tells you. It tells you that Media Matters is effective, that these left-wing groups that harass Harass advertisers like you know Media Matters, like the Boston Globe that used to be a newspaper. Now they're just a left-wing advocacy group. They harass people, and eventually these corporations surrender. Say we don't need the harassment, we don't need the hassle. They bail, and you're stuck with my pillow. You know, seventeen times an hour. It's too bad. I mean, it's I, gotta, most- I gotta call my pillow. By the way, I, gotta, I don't know why I haven't. Yeah, get, uh, I haven't heard my calls. I gotta keep trying. Get on. Call Mike Lindell. He's been canceled, by the way. They're not allowing him to like promote his book on, uh, I don't know what it is, on Facebook or Twitter or something. I mean, it's, it's, it's harassment. But there's a few people says you got to separate his, um, his private life with his p- business life. That, right. And Roger Ailes. How about this guy? This guy, mass conservative, is the tweets, uh, the slug. It says, shut up, Jerry. Because <laughs> I told, I said Roger Ailes was not a good guy. Um, uh, to, and, 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 and these snowflakes, my goodness, they can't handle even a little because I mean, yeah, it's a great guy, Roger Rails. He would twirl for you, do a little twirl for me, <laughs> twirl, do the twirl. That's right. I mean, maybe some of that stuff's made up, but they ended up paying a fortune to these women. A I mean, the craziest thing is, too, I mean, Bill O'Reilly paid, what was it, $50 million to I one think of his? it was uh, like 30-something, but maybe. Who knows? I don't like, think we what, know the number. What did he do? Mean, I mean, what did, what could he have possibly done to that woman? I, I, to more than one woman, but he did it to Gretchen Carlson, and I'm going to guess it was pretty bad. Pretty bad, because he paid a fortune. Didn't he pay, like, the, more than what, uh, what OJ had to pay to? Oh, yeah. I mean, OJ never seen that amount of money. It makes you realize how much money Bill O'Reilly was making that he could pay someone $40 million to go away. And now he does these videos on The First, which is a what is that? I think an internet network. And he's, he does these monologues, which kind of like the old monologues that he did, but it's kind of sad. You know, he's like, he's been unseated by the biggest star in, in TV yeah. news and Trucker Carlson, who's getting huge numbers. And O'Reilly is just an afterthought. It's kind of sad, but it's like I mean, watching. You, he's you, like you, Drew Bledsoe, and 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 he was taking and, and and Tucker's Tom Brady. Were you, you were you a big O'Reilly guy? I always found him to be very humorless. He was obnoxious, but I watched him. I mean, he's really good at interviewing and really good at speaking off the cuff. And I watched him. Sure, uh, you know, 
I don't think he was a very nice guy off the air. And he still kind of makes appearances. He's on local radio and you see him, he goes on with Hannity. Yeah. I would have trouble doing that. I'm not, I'm not trying to be all sanctimonious, but I would have trouble putting Bill O'Reilly without knowing exactly what he did. I think it's pretty bad what he did. I would have trouble putting him on and looking him in the eyes and thinking this guy really forced himself on some women over, uh, over the years. And, Trying to normalize them, I couldn't do that. I uh, think an activist sends a few emails, and uh, you know, you go ape shit over it. But then, uh, you know, two years later, you put on Bill O'Reilly of all people to own five minutes of your airwaves. It seems pretty insane, if you ask me. It does, but I mean, what? I mean, if you're a obscure network like uh, TV and your WRKO, go on. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's good. For, I think that'd be accurate. If I told like you to get, if I told you to get O'Reilly, who has another book out, killing I don't know, Crazy Horse or something, he's got a new book out every month. If I said, "Can you book O'Reilly?" What would you say? I'd say, "Yeah, let's book him." If you're going to go at him and call him an asshole to his face, but if you're just going to talk about his stupid ass book and do nothing with him, I'd say. What do you mean Carl go at him? Say, what did you do to Gretchen Carlson? I don't know. Yeah, just, exactly. just be an asshole. You're right. I don't really know how you would go at him, but I'm not going to do some kiss-ass book interview with Bill O'Reilly of all well, people. Well, you would yeah. not. Yeah. I would not talk about the book. book. Talk about the dynasty election. guy to do that with? Why are we going to do that with Bill O'Reilly? Oh, by the way, did you see who Megyn Kelly's next guest is, Cullinane? No, who's that? One guess. Jeff Benedict. No. Alan Dershowitz. Correct. Oh, my God. No, no. Is that I'm true? Loser. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the producer lied to him and said, you're just going to talk about your book, Alan. <laughs> yeah. No, is that true, though? Is he really going to be That is true, and good. it'll be good. All right, let's get to Do you think she'll to... ask about Jeffrey Epstein? You got um, it. You know what? That's a good question, Reema. I would say no until yesterday when so I heard what's the, point the Cuban. When I heard the Cuban... Um, interview so maybe she will i'll listen i i, well, I mean what, what, would, how, what would you talk to alan dershowitz about me. what right else do you want besides, to talk about election. He, he's a trump election. supporter no, i would not he's not podcast. welcome in polite society on the vineyard anymore they don't allow him on the nude beach anymore because he he supports trump that's a pretty interesting you know dynamic when you can come out as a trump be, supporter or does he just say that he thought the impeachment was a hoax I think he pretty. Uh, it's a good question. I think he says I'm a lifelong Democrat, right? Liberal Democrat. I voted for Hillary. What yeah, the Democrats really. doing is wrong, etc. Um, I don't know. I'll listen because, uh, like I said, um, if you listen to the Megyn Kelly, Mark Cuban podcast, um, you will at first think, "Oh, this is not this." He's uh, she's kissing his ass. They're talking about their kids and their upbringing and what's you know what's the hardest part about being rich? She asks him. You know, and he what says, is the hardest part? He, his answer, and we're going to skip this part, but his answer is nothing. And she said, he's oh, right. I thought, I, she said, I thought you would say that the people around you, you wonder if they're just there because you're rich, you know, f- your friends. Right. And his answer is, no, my friends are guys I grew up with and went to college with. And, and I know I could see right through people who were just in it for the money. So, he, you know, standard answer. And do you spoil your kids? And that kind of thing. <clears throat> it's it's okay. It's just, you know, her, you know, playing footsie with Mark Cuban. And I was this close to turning it off after like 20 minutes. I'm going, this is lame. And then she goes in for the kill and it was great. She talks about the ratings that we talked about. And then she talks about China and she had Mark Cuban who thinks he's smarter than anybody and who thinks he can talk himself in and out of anything. Didn't have any answers it was good stuff can we play that now Cullen? yeah why would why would the nba take 500 million dollars plus from a country that is engaging in ethnic cleansing why would 
So basically, you're saying that no, nobody should do business with China ever. Why don't you just answer my question? No, Megan, uh, Meg, I'm just trying to get to the, the root of it. So why you're would just trying to put, do that? Why? You're because the one. You are the one. Because who said. they are a customer. They're they are a customer of ours. And guess what, Megan? I'm okay with doing business with China. You know, I wish I could solve all the world's problems, Megan. I'm sure you do too, but we can't. And so we have to pick all battles. And while you'd like to get proclamation so you can create a clip that says, look what I got Mark to say, you don't want to deal with the actual action item. You might think silence is violence, but action gets changed, right? I, and so when and I, I start I, to talk I'll about creating your our silence. I mean there you go. No, let's play more. It was good. He just I mean, I, I listen, I think that I, I, I totally agree with what Mark Cuban was saying there. And I've been saying the same thing. This whole, look, we could talk about how terrible China is and the hypocrisy of it. Sure. But to pick out the NBA opposed to every other major corporation in the country, which also, by the way, has issued statements in support of Black Lives Matter and also does business with China, uh, is, is beyond oh, well, disingenuous. Do, do, you realize, do you realize how lame you sound right now, Reamer? Right, They're right. doing business with a country. Not. They're turning a blind eye to genocide, you're saying exactly what Cuban said. Well, everyone else is doing it. I right, mean, everybody at, else does it. I mean, where, is, uh, where is the outrage over every other corporation? Okay, we'll, how about we do this? How about we start here and we get to them? You yeah, know, do you know why next. there's outrage over the NBA? Because it's a league okay. of outspoken we'll, we'll, black players and the racists on it. your side don't nothing, like that. Hey, so that's you are deflecting. Do. You are worse than Cuban here. You are worse than Cuban. You understand, you, my half-Jewish friend, you understand that there are real parallels here. They have concentration camps. They put Uyghur Muslims on trains and took them to concentration camps, and they are forced into hard labor. And you know what this douche, Mark Cuban, says he's doing? He's um, pressuring the State Department to issue more visas to Chinese people who want to get out of China. Do you realize how ridiculous that is as an answer? I'm saying you but, wouldn't give a shit. The, about these the- are people who can't get out of a concentration camp and he thinks they're going to get out of the country and come to the U.S. I'm sorry. That is lame. And Megan called him out and it was glorious because he is a phony. He will talk about how he's concerned. He started talking about the troubles in Africa and the troubles in this country and that country. Well, that's fine. But right now we're talking about China, your biggest overseas partner, a company, a country that spends $500 million on the NBA and the rights and everything else that you defend, even though you know they're committing human rights atrocities. And it's a deflection to say, oh, you know, we can't solve all the troubles in the world. Again, you say this in 19, you know, 36 about, but about Germany, would you say, well, we can't solve all the troubles well, in the world. There were people who were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to defend them too. No, but I am saying that you wouldn't give a shit about the Uyghur Muslims. If LeBron James didn't talk about Breonna Taylor. I don't even understand the connection. I don't even understand you the connection. Because you and, and your, your people don't like outspoken black uh, athletes I'm, speaking about well, racial I'm, issues. Okay, so you now use the NBA. And your your views what, are okay. invalid on police brutality because the league does business. Okay, if I can China. go back, if I can go back and show you things I've said or tweets I've written before Breonna Taylor to prove that you're wrong, would you accept that? Because I, I, I'm well, sure fine. I did. Then, well, then, didn't this whole story, it kind of I mean, took a life of its own after the Daryl Morey thing from a year right. and a half ago at this point. Daryl Morey was long before Breonna Taylor. Long but, the, before but LeBron Breonna. and the NBA players were outspoken about racial issues then as well. So, so what, I don't even understand the connection. It, it, because, because you it, want to because, invalidate uh, it, their Mark Cuban's Mark Cuban's white. 
Yeah, but Mark Cuban has been very supportive of social justice issues, and it's not right. about and Mark Cuban. White. It's about the league as a whole. It, the league uh, as I a mean, whole. By the way, there was a great argument with Megyn Kelly and Cuban on Black Lives Matter and how he, they put the name of a violent Marxist political organization on the court, turning off their fans, and he starts stammering and stumbling and saying the two different things. It has nothing to do with the organization. It's just Black Lives Matter. That's a load of crap, and he knows it, and that's why they're not going to have it there next year. But so Megan Kelly's so Megan Kelly's done like uh, dancing uh, in the studio like Ellen, and she's back to being a hard right wing. She's like, back. She, Good. Well, it has nothing to do with right wing. I mean, it, it, this this you are such a great representative. Of, I am great. of the left. Stop, stop it I there. Am. You are great. That's, you are a great you. representative of the left. You are the, the the you know you represent the party of. Of Joy Behar and and Maisie Hirono and Keith Oldman, just a total nut job. Some of them are really stupid, others not Joy so Behar, stupid. Joy Behar, Maisie Hirono, but, and but Keith the Oldman. defense for the NBA doing business with a, co- a country that's committing genocide, that's forcing a religious minority into concentration camps. Your defense is you're only saying that because LeBron is black. Yes. Uh, you know, precisely. Usually, usually I can get my mind around your your insanity, your illogic. But I'm lost on this one. I'm lost. Why? On it's this very one. simple. You want to invalidate LeBron's views on social and racial justice issues. And as a result, Correct. you cherry pick no, the NBA's business relationship with China. Cherry pick. So while you don't ignoring think ignoring the business relationship that every other corporation has with China. I'm going to invite you right now to introduce other companies who are doing business with China and publicly supporting China and publicly condemning any of their employees who might support, Oh, I don't know the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. Who's who's so so tell me, is that, does that apply to a Microsoft or, or Raytheon or, or general motors or what company? I bet you they do a lot of business in China and keep their their mouth shut about a lot of issues there. Okay. So I condemn them too. If you give me some details, that'd be great. We'll talk about that next week. But right now we're talking about China and the NBA and hypocrites like Mark Cuban, who thought he was smart enough to handle this, line of questioning from Megyn Kelly and uh, clearly was not clearly is a, 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 a hypocrite and a phony because he doesn't care about human rights violations because the money is so damn good. Just like the biggest friggin' phony of them all, LeBron James, who sits there and talks about how black men are hunted, hunted in this country and, 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 and talks about systemic racism while turning a blind eye to genocide because the money is so good. It's just uh, rank hypocrisy. He's a phony. I didn't watch him, but uh, if I did, I certainly would have rooted against him. Let me I, saw, I, I saw a great tweet that I want to share with you that's completely off topic, but this is it's something that I agree with wholeheartedly. Are you ready? I have several members of my family who were part of Antifa from 1941 to 1945, but back then they were just called the U.S. Army. Okay, that's nauseating, Alex. That's <laughs> offensive and nauseating. It's sickening. And and by the way, when is somebody going to call, uh, demand Biden and Kamala Harris, uh, denounce Antifa, these scumbags, these maggots who are still burning Portland and uh, trying to destroy this country, these far left Marxist anarchists? Why do they get to not denounce them while Trump has to denounce these made up 
white supremacists. Oh, nauseating. I mean, Trump's own Department of Homeland Security. Let's go through the numbers, baby. Says right wing terrorism hey, is the biggest domestic threat. If you're if you're at all paying country. attention to the news, you know that's a lie. You know that's not a shred, not a, an ounce of truth in that. You know that. But all right, we got to get to uh, Keith Oldman and then stop annoying me, would you? Stop? That was a great tweet. It was a ridiculous tweet. It's not that is offensive to me. You're comparing vandals um, who hate America. And by the way, if you, do you want? Do you look at all their mugshots? They're the most just loathsome people. They're hideous looking, and they're just they're white, and half of them are rich and spoiled, and they're just the worst. I'm I'm not I'm not asking the uh, you know the police to open fire, but maybe get you know start using some of them rubber bullets, you know, and more tear gas because these mm-hmm. people. They must pay. It's just sickening. Anyway, anyway, uh, can I do can I do Shea right here, and then we'll do Keith Oldman, and oh, then we'll yeah. get out of here. Yes, you can. Let me tell you about Shea Concrete. I got a new, I got a new Shea Concrete here, Reamer. This one, Ooh. I want you to pay attention because you know what? Maybe you need a building. You know, everyone could use a building now and then. Shea Concrete has buildings. They have buildings. They they partner with Easy Set Worldwide, and they manufacture precast concrete buildings. For multiple applications in a variety of sizes, Shea's been manufacturing precast buildings for over 17 years, and no one does it better. Precast concrete buildings provide the most durable and long-lasting option compared to other modular building applications such as metal, wood, masonry. Shea Concrete Manufactures delivers and installs these engineered precast concrete buildings as a true turnkey provider from initial handshake through the final installation support with a focus on cost efficiency and quality control. Each of their precast concrete buildings are pre-assembled at their factory and typically delivered and installed in one piece by their experts. Uh, you know what makes them uh, better than other buildings? They, they can, uh, they can build them in the worst of weather because they do it indoors. That's unlike other, you know, wood, metal, they do it indoors, in, the, in their big plants. They build your building. This increases productivity, lowers cost, and gives the customer a legitimate time frame of when the building will be placed on site. To learn more, simply go to shakeconcrete.com or call them up and ask for Frank or Mike. These are the experts in these buildings. They'll tell you what you need. They can tell you what sizes they can build. It's the answer. You need a building, go for a precast concrete building. Call them today. Or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. Learn all about their precast buildings. Buildings. All right. We'll we'll, we'll get to we'll get to uh, we'll get to Olbermann here because he reminds me of you, Alex. He's you know insane. He just hates Trump. He doesn't make a lot of sense. He thinks he thinks he's smart and he thinks he's witty, but he has just gone off the rails. He's, he used to be the biggest star at NBC, MSNBC. He used to make like real money, like millions a year. He made an announcement the other day, said that he's leaving ESPN to do his own YouTube thing. Did anyone even know he was still part of ESPN? He wants, <laughs> Did, he wants, he wants to be his own boss. Yes, like don't we all? He wants to be his own boss. And he, he needs to get noticed. And it's not easy to get noticed in a world that has – you know, you know, Rachel Maddow and Chris uh, Matthews and uh, I mean, Chris uh, Hayes and, you know, Joy Behar and, and, and Tom Arnold and, and Alex Reamer and all kinds of lunatics on the left. He's, you know, got a history of uh, insane ranting and he wanted to take it to another level. But I think I think he might have gone a little too far. Can we hear some from Keith Oldman uh, this week? Colin Trump can be and must be expunged 
the hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So, let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. And then he, and his enablers, and his supporters, and his collaborators, and the Mike Lees, and the William Barrs, and the Sean Hannity's, and the Mike Pence's, and the Rudy Giuliani's, and the Kyle Rittenhouse's, and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it. (laughs) He wants... All right, help me out here, Rima. He sounds like a guy, you know, after your own heart here. Um, what would you convict Amy Coney Barrett of? Well, same as Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> what, 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 what are going to be the charges against Sean Hannity? Destroying our republic. Destroying, so, so, a treason. So, Sean Hannity is going to be charged with treason. Yes. I'm telling you, this guy thinks that people are going to say, wow, you know, he's breathing fire and man, he's bringing it. Most people looked at that, and, and, and if you didn't see it, if you just heard it, he, he looks even crazier than he sounds. His eyes are just bulging out of the sockets, and he's uh, in his basement, literally, sitting in his home with a little background thing and a screen and looking in the camera and doing his YouTube thing, and he sounds like a raving lunatic who's off his meds. It's sad. He used to be, you know, great sports center host and great witty you know sports guy and celebrity and now he's like a a guy if you saw him walking towards you down this you'd walk on the other side of the street oh you know, he's insane i mean i respect him because he's blown up his career many times so i want <laughs> i want to know this deal like and i can't find anything on it i remember looking it up because i think he announced this last friday like he does this huge selfie video type thing announcing he's getting out of his espn contract to go launch a youtube show i want to know if youtube is paying him for this Show. I, I, you know, I, this is again the benefit of being a left winger is if he were a right winger, they would demonetize him, they would deplatform him, they would take him off YouTube. They take we, him got off deep, we got they, deplatformed yesterday, by the way. We got deplatformed uh, because we played the Bill Burr audio on Facebook, so they took our video off. Really, we're just getting canceled Jesus. all over the place. You know what? what? I, I don't blame I don't blame people like Oldman. You know, I mean, if he did that same thing with that same tone from the other side. The other perspective, he'd be he'd be uh, destroyed by big tech. Who's gonna you know on the ballot in three weeks? Big tech. You vote for Biden. You're voting for uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. Keep that in mind. I want to vote for Mark Zuckerberg. Who's new? He had, he had to be making a million dollars a year at ESPN. Who's paying for this? At least who's paying for this show? I need to know. I, but Dave, it, he gets to be his own boss, and that's, <laughs> and that's <laughs> what, like us. Just, I tell you, it's uh, I once mocked him because he doesn't drive a car. And he's never had a driver's license. And, and I just, you know, I was just poking fun at him. And, How do you live in Bristol, Connecticut? Without and Eddie, Eddie Andelman pulled me aside. I think he had a driver. He's that big a deal. Or he, you know, took cabs. I don't know. Maybe some intern drove him. But Eddie Andelman pulls me aside and says, you really shouldn't do that. He's, he's got an eye problem. He can't, you know, he can't get a license. And I said, oh, I didn't know. Okay. You know, it wasn't a big deal. But I, you know, just was kind of poking fun at the fact that he's a weirdo. You know, he's... I don't. I think he lives alone, and he, he, you know, he tweets. Only time he tweets is about a dog shelter, about stray dogs that are going to get adopted, which is nice. But he's clearly unhinged, and you could clearly see that he should be on some kind of meds or should be in some kind of therapy. But you know, he he said he had to do this before election day because he wanted to make a difference. Does he make a difference? Does anyone get convinced? 
either way from that kind of ranting? No, I, I put him below Samantha B. <laughs> That's a good one. I would say you're right. <laughs> I put him in that category with Chelsea Handler, Tom Arnold, and Tom just Arnold. crazy, crazy celebrities that are that have lost their minds because of Donald J. Trump. It's 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 fun to watch. It, it really is. But uh, you wanted to um, you wanted to uh, go out Mark Meadows, who I love. At least I love what he did yesterday. Mark Meadows stepped before the media with a mask on. He pulled the microphone back. He was 10, 12 feet away from anybody. So he took his mask off to talk, which is what everybody does, you know, unless you don't want to be heard, unless you're Biden and you want to mumble into a mask. And the media immediately said, I think it was a New York Times person or CNN, one of those, one of those Karens said, oh, no, 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 keep the mask on. And he looked at them and said, no, I'm going to I'm not going to talk to you with a, with a mask on. And he left. He walked off. I love that. Tell you what, let okay. me do this. Let me pull this away. Yep. Pull away. And then that way I can take this off the top. Well, I'm more than 10 feet away. I'm not. Well, okay. I'm not going to talk to the man. I'll be glad to answer your question. That is such a great move. You know, it's. Do they? They know it's not really a danger. They know they're not going to get infected. Or he's not. Why he's them. been around a man who has COVID? Hey, Trump. what happened to social distancing? He's 10, 12, 15 feet away. Shit, they could stay twenty feet away. Look, we know that when Arizona issued a mask mandate, coronavirus cases dropped seventy five percent. So we know that masks work. Oh, Why they, won't Mark they, Meadows wear a mask? And I don't hey, know, Dave. Alex, I, we, we, we heard that sound. He came across as a whiny little bitch. To he didn't me. say anything. He just walked away. Oh, come By the on. way, what a little every, baby. Every every all your heroes, you know, Maisie Hirono and Chris Coons. I love that Sheldon, Maisie Hirono, Sheldon Whitehouse. Over the last they hour. all yeah, took their masks off. All, they all took their masks off when they talked yesterday. All Good, right. Because they haven't been around someone who's infected with COVID. They were sitting right next to Mike Lee. What are you talking about? <laughs> They've all been around someone. And and by the way, Biden should really take the mask off when he talks because he sounds pathetic. He's Why? Touching, he touches it and he mumbles. Blah, 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 this is what's blah, stupid. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, but look, look, I don't love the masks. But look, we, look, I've been out and about in the big city the last several weeks. I've been wearing my mask. I've been trying to carry on. If that's what we have to do to those a vaccine, I'm fine with that. I mean, it's a minor inconvenience. I have been out in the city and I go in a store, I'll wear the mask. But Good. jogging or biking, no. But, right, okay, right. But, 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 but I'm people about are, being... And I've gone through it many times. They're giving me a hard time. All right, right. What was Mark Meadows jogging or biking there? No, but he was socially distanced. There was no one near him. It's unbelievable. They know it's not dangerous. They're just doing it to be assholes. That's what it's all about. They're doing it to be these masks. They want to protect their health because the White House. Hey, Alex, if you have a mask on and I don't, why do you care if I don't? Because you're protected. You have a mask on. You could be your fucking your your aerosols could get into my eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See you, exactly. That's the answer. You don't know. You don't. Know. All right. So, but then, I, so, but someone has to wear the mask. So, right. So you want to wear a mask? Go ahead. But if it protects you, then why do you care what I do? So I want to protect you too. Oh, just it's so protect annoying. me. I, I have asthma. You, if you didn't know I have asthma, protect me. You know, just in case. Yeah, yeah but right, if you have you. a mask on, then you're protected, right? If it's a good mask, I yeah. mean. Biden doesn't like cover his nose and he not, he never stops touching it, by the way. Do you notice every time he's a mask on, he's like, duh, 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 duh. you know what? We're going to have to start doing the show from Jerry's home because Jerry wants Come to on be over. together. All right, let's do it. I'm, I'm ready to go back to the uh, legacy club. I mean, it's, 
you know, I'm not the same. There's no peanuts. There's no I'm very comfortable M&Ms. in my office here. I just met a new dog, came out of nowhere. I'm very comfortable. I, I hope that dog has a mask on because that's the next step in Boston where this place is nuts. Nuts. Everybody's masked up. Little kids are wearing masks, which is oh, ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, Reamer, congratulations. You, you, it was coming out day, and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. I'm starting to think you actually are gay. It's not an act. I used to think you were just putting it on trying to get a job at the Globe. It hasn't worked so far. So. <laughs> all right. You uh, you can read Reamer all over the place. Forbes.com. You can see him on the uh, – listen to him on the overnights. You got any big overnight shows coming up? Yes. My next date is actually election night. Whoa. No. You're Stop. on election night and you're under orders. I know that no. company. No election talk. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a lot of, a lot of interviews that night, I think. A lot of <laughs> – a lot of interviews. I mean, no more, no more LeBron, no more, uh, you know, baseball, hockey. Well, gonna... we'll be getting, well, talking NFL. I like talking NFL, getting ready that's, for. That's all that matters. NFL is all that matters. It's just, I mean, they have their, their ratings are good. As you said, down, whatever it is, 10%. The N- NBA is down like 92%. The NFL has done it right. They're not in your face. It feels normal. Games are on at the normal time. I'm enjoying this NFL season. And if occasionally a guy has to miss a week with the virus, so what? It's like the flu. Like the flu. But anyway, 21 days left, three weeks left. We'll have a Reamer back to to represent the lunatic fringe as he always does. Thanks, Reamer. Hey, and uh, and subscribe. And maybe you know you like to disagree with people. Go subscribe to him on Substack. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Oh, that's right. I was going to get to that. We support independent, uh, whatever, yes. journalists here. Go subscribe. Yes. yes, we do. You had a piece, which I disagree with uh, wholeheartedly, but it was good. Well done. What was it on your Substack piece yes, yesterday? There's no, there's no, uh, there's no more COVID relief because life's never been better for rich Americans. And that's the only people who matter. That is true. The people that you're hearing from uh, uh, advocating for lockdowns, supporting lockdowns, aren't affected by lockdowns. Charlie right. Baker, Andrew Cuomo, life has never been better. They don't miss a paycheck. They don't miss a vacation day. Their life is good. They're destroying small businesses because they don't care about small businesses because they don't have to live like a small business person. You're right. I mean, we must might disagree on some of the details, but these arrogant bastards do not care about working people. We know that now. And by the way, the one they're helping the most is big business. They're helping Amazon. They're helping Home Depot. They're destroying small businesses. Great point. I mean, some of the stuff in there was nonsense, but the big picture, you are 100% right. You can read that. Where do they read that? On Twitter? Reamer.substack.com. Subscribe. Reamer.substack.com. Yeah, I got the the Reamer domain name. (laughs) uh, Excellent. The hardest working commie I know. All right, Reamer, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, uh, Cullinane, anything else? That's all. Rate, review, subscribe, do all the good things so we can yeah. um, so we can be bigger than Sophia with an F's podcast. That's <laughs> our goal. Do you actually right. listen to the whole podcast? I listen to the, I listen to the whole first one. Yeah. The, the half How long one. is it? An hour? Uh, yeah, it was like 40 minutes the first one. It was pretty brutal, but it was her by herself and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't and she bad. was number one on, uh, on Apple. I may realize she's back and she's new, but uh, yep. is she going to be able to keep it up without her partner in crime? I guess we'll have to wait to find out. You know, I'll update you if you ask. I'll I'll keep listening for us here. Yes, I mean, I'm telling you, Megan Kelly hooked me in because if she does interviews like this, and I'll listen to the Dershowitz one, if she's going to push it and annoy people, that is good. That's what I want to hear. As you know, too many podcasts are just uh, everybody, you know, stroking each other, everybody patting each other on the back. Unlike you know when 
Megan Kelly and Mark Cuban or Jerry Callahan and Alex Reamer get together and you got fireworks. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.